Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Well, this is not uh, the segment that I thought we'd be doing on uh, Tuesday morning, February 6th, but uh, you never know in this life. And about uh, midway through yesterday, I got a note from John Hancock that uh, told me that that he heard that Jim Barrow, longtime WBT newsman, a longtime anchor, and really just a beacon of light in this building, he passed away yesterday at the age of 71 after a, a very quick but aggressive battle with mantle cell lymphoma. We know this because uh, Jim's daughter, Amy, posted on Facebook yesterday. She said, I will miss this man so, so much. He passed this morning from an exceedingly aggressive uh, lymphoma. He was completely healthy a month ago. Mm. I am the luckiest person in the world to have called him my father. So based on everything that, that we've heard, um, it was a month ago, Jim was just his normal self. We saw Jim uh, here at the 100th anniversary a couple of years ago. He uh, was on stage with Pete Callender to present John Stokes uh, into the WBT Hall of Fame. Um, that's the last time I talked to Jim, I believe. I mean, we would trade messages every once in a while on social media, and a lot of us in the building um, would still keep in touch from time to time. But uh, this is a guy who started here in 1985. So 31 years, 85 through 2016 is when he did his last newscast. And uh, Jim Zoki, uh, you know, you, you work back, uh, you kind of split time. You're in here with us, but you're back in the newsroom, which is also the sports room. And I was talking to Boomer earlier, and the traffic department's all in that little, that little cluster. And so uh, you guys interact with the news guys much more than Beth and I do and Bernie. But uh, you spent a long time back in that newsroom when you would see Jim Barrel every day. Mm-hmm. And he's... um. I mean, you can't even use the word coworker. It's not even close. I don't even think uh, friend is enough. It's like a family member has passed away. Aww. And Jim was someone, um, I think I've only talked to him once since the uh, the 100th, um, but we would talk, you know, a couple times a year. And one time, I remember this is probably about three or four years ago, Sandra and I are standing in the kitchen. I go, oh, it's Jim Barrow calling. It's just cause that's like, <laughs> it's like a twice a year occurrence, maybe. And so I just put him on speakerphone because we were standing in there, and Sandra worked here for many years. And so I uh, put him on speakerphone. He goes... I mean, he goes, I'm happy to talk to you, but I just want to let you know I accidentally called you, but now that I got you. So long story short, we talk and we hang up. I looked at the phone and go, we just talked for an hour standing in the kitchen just shooting the breeze because <laughs> Jim had moved to Hendersonville. And it was just an accidental call. It was an accidental call and he was driving down the road. And But he would just like, he would call and he would say, I was just thinking about you two. And he would just call and just call to check in on us and speak and catch up. And, um, but, uh, you were talking a minute ago about his love of aviation, going to the airport, a lot of long baseball conversations. And I remember he would go to different ballparks. He went down to the, the new ballpark in Miami a couple of years ago. Um, and a, a guy, of uh, first and foremost, of deep faith. I mean, would truly bring his Bible to work and go to lunch in his car out in the parking lot and study the Bible. 
Oh, wow. I mean, to the point where I think almost David Chadwick like, could have been a pastor as far as just his depth of knowledge. I remember one day walking into the news booth back where Jeff's working this morning saying, what are you studying today? He goes, well, I'm, I'm justified. I want to be sanctified. I mean, he would just like, go into such detail. And he, he gave us books. Um, talk about your love of books. And so I just, um, that came so out of the blue. I mean, I had no idea that he got ill a month ago. So I feel bad not knowing that, but I'm guessing it kept it somewhat private. But it came so unexpectedly. And I said he couldn't have been very old. And then I think um, Sandra said someone said he just, just turned 71 mm-hmm. in January. So young. Yeah. Now, we had uh, a colleague. She's long since gone from here. Uh, she co-owns a farm now. But back when, when I used to be the producer on this show with Al Gardner back in 97, and you know who I'm about to talk about, but her name uh, was Lauren Fox then. She's now Lauren Fox Pardue. But she was a producer in this building for about five or six years. Um, I want to read you what Lauren posted about Jim Barrel yesterday. She said, Jim Barrel, you are the sweetest and kindest person I have ever known. You were one of my very favorite partners of working at WBT. I loved your calm, loving, and thoughtful nature. In the past few years, I loved your support and enthusiasm for my life and your friends' lives. I love seeing your gorgeous pictures that you so sweetly shared with us. You were truly a gift, a real blessing, and I'm so glad I had an absolute honor of knowing you. You will truly be missed. Oh, that's a beautiful tribute. And I, I, I love that because she obviously met Jim by working in this building, but as, as Zoki sort of talked about, Jim would keep in touch with people and send notes from now and then, and he had retired to Hendersonville and, and really seemed like Jim was living his best retirement life, right? Doing what you want to do in your later years after uh, a life well spent working as a professional. And, um, you know, Lauren hasn't worked in this building since, uh, I want to say Lauren's last year was 99, maybe. Wow. Um, so she's been gone for a long time, and you see how much she was touched by a guy like Jim, Jim, Jim Barrow when she was here. So um, that struck me yesterday. And I, I also said to Bernie when I got in this morning, I, I said, uh, you know, I've been working here for a while. When I, when I first started working here, when people who, like Jim Barrow, would pass away, they'd be people that I maybe had met, but I'd heard of, that I'd heard mm-hmm. audio of. And, um, and I said this to my wife yesterday, too. I said, you know... <laughs> We're not getting any younger because, unfortunately, uh, this is starting to happen. And now it's people that I very much worked with and Zoki very much worked with. I mean, we've lost Jerry V last year and Danny Fontana back in 2015. And even people like Henry Bogan um, that, I, that I knew pretty well, Ray, Ray Gooding. But now we're starting to have voices that you feel like you just talked to yesterday and you realize how fleeting life is. And you need to say those things mm-hmm. that you think sometimes. Beth Troutman has taught me when you think when, when you think something positive about somebody, tell them right there. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's kind of an overarching uh, rule for life, I think. If you're thinking about somebody, even if you accidentally call them like Jim called Jim, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what a great phone call. And what a great tribute to Jim Barrel. You know, you accidentally called him and you went, hmm, (laughs) this is kind of cool. We can catch up. I mean, it was just um, shooting the breeze. And that's what shooting the breeze is. Like the next thing you know, an hour has passed by just uh, Catching up, and he was, you know, Pete obviously came back to WBT from Asheville, and Jim was doing some part-time news mm-hmm. work, and we talked about that one of the times we spoke, and uh, so he kept his hand in it a little bit, but he just, you know, I think about him and John Stokes working here, I mean, think in this business, if you worked at one radio station for five years, ten years, those guys both put in 30, 31 years here, almost simultaneously at, at the exact same 30 years, uh, so I always think of those two together, you know, like the, it's like, it's like Ruth and yeah, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. I mean, just like just like the Ironmen that that's worked here for so long. So I just you know John in the mornings and Jim mostly in the afternoons. But just like 
if you listen to the station at all, just those voices just become kind of the soundtrack of what WBT is in your ears. I know we got to go to news, but when I did uh, the Century podcast with John Stokes about three years ago, you know, uh, Stokes was going into the Hall of Fame, and and uh, it was it was not easy to get Jim to get John Stokes to come back here and do that. Those who know John, he's not really a man of many words outside of his newscast. Did you tell him it would be cake or something? Like, how did you? <laughs> no, he said I, he said I've thought a lot about this, and I'd like to do it with Jim. Oh, and so they both came in. And to your point, yeah. uh, Zoki, about the fact that those are two sort of synonymous. Yes. Um, uh, Stokes by morning and 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 Barrel by afternoon. You know, sort of the the bookends of the WBT Newsday for so many years. So we'll talk more about uh, Jim Barrel, people who knew him, and uh, I've got a tribute that uh, we'll run uh, towards the end of the seven o'clock hour about his uh, time here, uh, 1985 through 2016. That, my friends, is a run. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Well, good morning. It's uh, 8.23 on WBT. Bo and Beth here. And if you've been listening to the station uh, the last uh, 24 hours or so, it's uh, heavy hearts. It's always difficult to talk about uh, the news when the news is about one of your own. Mm. And uh, we learned yesterday about midday, and I was uh, actually texting with the guy we're talking to right now, uh, about the passing of Jim Barrel, who uh, was a, just a fixture in our newsroom for 31 years. 1985 through 2016. And we're going to talk to uh, Mark Garrison coming up for Dirty Restaurant Tuesday, as we always do. Uh, Mark is not anchoring this morning, but uh, he is with us now because I know, uh, Mark, you have some things you want to say about Jim Barrel. You spent a lot of time back in that newsroom working with him and uh, can, can, can attest to the, uh, the institution that he became uh, over a, a long period of time uh, for anybody to be in any position at a radio station, much less an anchor back there. Yeah, you know, that is the truth. He is just, just uh, you know, when someone passes away, everybody eulogizes them by saying, he was such a nice guy. But uh, in the news business, to say he was such a nice guy, uh, Beth, you and Bo have worked in newsrooms. You know yeah. that to say that of a news director is uh, is really something. He, uh, he was very gentle. Um, you know, he... he there, I've worked in newsrooms where there's a lot of shouting and screaming going on mm-hmm. and hand-wringing mm-hmm. if you miss a story. Or uh, Jim was never that way. I mean, if if even if we missed a story, he would be like, well, that's all right. We'll, we'll get it next time. Do better. <laughs> he was just a, a, a wonderful guy. He actually is the, the guy who brought me back to WBT. Uh, I had I was in television for years, then left and was running a business. And uh, and at the point where I was starting to close the business, uh, Jim and I made contact, and he said, "Well, why don't you come back over here and at least do a little fill-in and freelance work?" And so he's the guy that brought me back. So I have kind of a special spot in my heart for him. Now, I uh, unfortunately never had the pleasure of of knowing him, but all of the tributes and all of the conversations I've heard. Uh, this morning, he just was such a warm uh, human being. And like you were saying, I've worked in, in newsrooms my entire career, and warmth is not necessarily the first word <laughs> you would use right. to describe a, a newsroom. But he, like you're saying, 
leadership trickles down. And when you when you approach people with kindness and you approach people with warmth and you approach people with positivity, that trickles down. And that's how a room feels. And it sounds like he was just that kind of force in a room and gentle and warmth. I, I, I hope to always from here on out work in newsrooms that uh, that are gentle and warm. Absolutely. It, uh, you know, I, I was trying to think of some examples where, you know, occasionally we would get into some arguments in the newsroom, but Jim was always this uh, kind and gentle mediating force, and suddenly the room would just uh, uh, get back to normal. And uh, the other thing about him is he was funny. He loved baseball. Uh, you were going to talk about baseball, whether you knew much about it or not, or listen to him talk about it. Uh, the other thing is he was quite the photographer, particularly of, uh, you, you guys may have talked about this, he loved nothing better than to go out to the airport and shoot jets landing and taking off and taxiing. And he would get some spectacular shots uh, I always re- there were a couple that I remember that I always wanted to to, to get from him and frame. They were that good, but wow. that was uh, something he loved doing. He loved hiking, and the thing that's so uh, you know sudden death sometimes is just so difficult to deal with. And his daughter wrote on Facebook, he was healthy a month ago. This was hiking and taking pictures there in Hendersonville, and. This came up so suddenly and so aggressively and took him so quickly that I kind of went around in shock all day yesterday. Yeah, uh, his daughter Amy posted, uh, I will miss this man so, so much. He Mm. passed this morning, yesterday, from an exceedingly aggressive mantle cell lymphoma. And like you say, uh, Mark, uh, she she wrote in this, he was completely healthy a month ago. So this was something that uh, happened unexpectedly recently. He just turned 71 a few weeks ago. Um, And I'm glad you said uh, about his affinity for uh, photography and for the... uh, the uh, aviation, because I, I, I can't help but think I, I wish Jim had been around to see this new overlook that they're about to complete <laughs> oh, at Charlotte yeah. Douglas because oh, he yeah. loved that. But here's what I kept thinking also when I was thinking about Jim and watching the airplanes. Um, he's got a different view this morning. Mm. Yes, he does. He's got a view from a different angle. And uh, Jim was a was a man of God, a very religious yeah. man. And that's one thing you were talking about in your reports yesterday. Yes, indeed. He uh, he would let you know quickly he had trusted Christ for his soul's salvation, and uh, he knew where he was headed. Uh, he taught a Bible study every, I think it was either every Wednesday or Thursday nights at the county jail uptown. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to talk about that. He loved doing that. Uh, and I asked him, you know, I said, well, are, how is, he said, the men are very receptive. And he loved teaching that Bible study. Wow. Well, uh, you said at the beginning there that uh, when people pass away, uh, people tend to talk about, hey, he was such a good man, such a nice. And maybe what we should say going forward is he, uh, when people pass away that we think of like that, they were very Jim Barrel-like. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fitting to say it that way? <laughs> yeah, it would. It really would. News Talk 1110, WBT, Bo and Beth, and Jim Zoki. I wanted to uh, get Jeff Atkinson to come on with us here for a second. He's, uh, in, he's in the newsroom and, of course, is uh, anchoring news today. But we were uh, talking to Mark Garrison a little bit earlier about the passing of Jim Barrel, which we, we got news about yesterday. He passed away at the age of 71 after a short battle with cancer. 
Uh, Garrison mentioned the fact that uh, when he came back to hmm. WBT, it was Jim Barrell that hired him. <laughs> a lot of you uh, may know, but some of you may not know, that Jeff Atkinson was also a, a former WBT veer down the hall at Channel 3, and it was Jim Barrell that hired you here. Amazing, isn't it? Um, when I decided to get out of TV, this was back in 2012, um, it was actually John Stokes who I saw leaving the building. He and I were just leaving at the same time, and, and Stokes said, so I hear you're, you're leaving, and I said, yeah, I'm ready to do something else. And Stokes said, well, if you ever you know, decide you want to stay in the news business, get into the building, come down, you know, we'd love to have you down at the newsroom. And I said, okay, well, maybe, maybe we'll think about it. Anyway, Jim uh, Barrell was the news director at the time, and so I emailed him or called him. I can't remember exactly what happened, and, and just said, you know, Jim, I saw Stokes, and, and you know, if y'all ever need somebody, would I still enjoy the news business, and, and I love this town, and I love WBT, and it would, you know, be fun to come back. I had worked at WBT when I first came to WBTV, so I have, this is my second stint here working part-time, and um, I mean, I, I can't say anything more than what's already been said about Jim Barrel. He was just a gentle soul is about all I could say. Just a, um, I mean, just a mentor, a a good man. Um, He and I were friends on Facebook. We talked probably it's been a couple of months ago, and he said, uh, you know, we, well, come up. You know, he was always want, wanting us to come up and, and see his house up in, in the mountains, and, and he just loved, uh, you know, retirement and, and loved taking pictures of all the beauty that, that North Carolina has. And uh, it's when I heard this yesterday afternoon, and when uh, I think it was actually on Pete Callender's show, Pete mentioned it. It, it, I think we all had that same feeling like, oh, my goodness, we just, we just lost a good one. And uh, lost him way too soon. Seventy-one years old. I was looking back in the Facebook page, and it, his birthday was January twenty-second. So it was just two weeks ago yesterday. And and from all accounts, that everything you all have been saying and what, what we've heard, that you know he was he was fine a month ago, and then uh, this took him so quickly. So um, so anyway, rest in peace, uh, Jim Barrow. We we love you. I've been saying all morning. I didn't get the uh, pleasure or the honor of of knowing him or working with him, but. Um, because of him, I get to know you, Jeff, mm. and so I feel like that was a gift um, oh. in and of itself because I, I, I get you through him. Mm. So, you know, the uh, a pay it forward that, <laughs> that he did for so many people. Yeah. Well, Zoki and I have uh, worked here for a long time and, and seen different news directors down the hall. Mm. John Stokes was news director for a while, and then Jim was news director, and then there were times when both of them were, you know, there was a different news director that they reported to. So, uh, you know, I didn't realize until uh, you all said it uh, in different conversations today, that that uh, Beryl was the one that hired both Garrison <laughs> and Atkinson. But I blame mean, him. Well, no, no, quite the opposite. I yeah. love you both. He had a good ear. Yeah, quite the opposite because uh, you look at that newsroom back there and uh, you wonder why uh, different people end up where they do. Well, uh, among the many many things that have been said about Jim Beryl today, and all of them, uh, so, so so true. That's one thing that we had uh, not said up until we talked to the both of you. Is that's how he got y'all back there. So obviously uh, he was. Was a respected and a great news anchor, but as Zoki said, had a had an ear and an eye for talent. So we're lucky for uh, yet another reason, as we remember a guy who uh, is gone too soon. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Thank a lot of times people say he was the nicest guy in the world. Yes. I feel sorry for so many other people. I mean, Jim literally was the <laughs> nicest guy. Like, I can't even think of, like, uh, and Jeff would be in this category yeah. of people. But I mean, just uh, mm. the nicest people you ever met with. And Jeff, I think a lot of your personality is very similar to Jim's. Like, I can't remember Jim Barrow being mad. I'm sure it happened. 
I'm sure he had an angry moment. I never saw one. I'm sure it existed. I never saw, yeah. I worked for many news directors, and I never worked for uh, a Jim Barrel. Well, uh, <laughs> we did a we did a tribute to him that we played in the seven o'clock hour. I was just talking to Vince Coakley. Vince is going to run it during his show. So uh, if you didn't hear it, uh, it sort of encapsulates its, his career, and uh, I think most importantly has a lot of Jim in it. If uh, you want to hear Jim's voice today, and I know we all are missing it right now, uh, that'll be available. And it's also at uh, wbt.com, and we tweeted it out as well, and and all of that. So rest in peace, the great Jim Barrel.